Hello, and welcome to the Laverne Church of Christ podcast, and thank you for joining us. You can find us at 244 Old Nashville Highway, Laverne, Tennessee, 37086. We hope that any time you are in the area, you will stop by and join us for worship. Our Sunday morning worship is at 9 a.m., with Bible classes following. Our Sunday evening worship is at 6 p.m., and we also have a Bible study on Wednesday at 7 p.m. We'll study about and prepare a lesson about. All right, so to begin with, uh, how many of you have been in a position of leadership before? So when I was growing up, my father always told me to be a leader and not a follower. But for the longest time, I never really knew what that meant. I mean, I knew what a leader was, but I didn't really know how to lead. Even now, after my second year of uh, being my high school's drum major, I still ask myself every day, uh, did I lead in the correct way? Now, after studying this text, uh, I can confidently say that I have an answer. In order to lead, we need to follow. And I know that it doesn't really make too much sense now. It didn't really make too much sense to me either for a while, since my dad always said I needed to be the one leading the pack and not the other way around. Now, to find the answer, we, learn from a, we need to learn from a leader. And one of the best set of leaders to learn from are the kings of Judah. The king I chose and that we're focusing on today is actually one of the worst kings Judah ever had, Jehoram. So uh, turn with me, if you would, to Second Chronicles chapter 21, verse 4, where the text reads, whenever you guys are ready. Um, <clears throat> when Jehoram had ascended the throne of his father and was established, he killed all his brothers with the sword and also some of the princes of Israel. Jehoram was 32 years old when he became king. And he reigned eight years in Jerusalem, and he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, as the house of Ahab had done. For the daughter of Ahab was his wife, and he did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Now Jehoram was already king. He had control of the entire land of Judah. So why would he kill his brothers? Now I believe it's because of the fear of losing his power, his kinghood over everyone after they found out that he wasn't fit to lead them. It also may have been to gain the approval of his wife, who would, only take, who would take the throne from Jehoram's son only a year after he was on the throne. Now, while we are not kings, we can still hold positions of power. We may not kill, but we can, use, but we can, um, we can sabotage our fellow brothers and sisters. We can speak down on them to hold them back, tell them that they aren't as great as us. Uh, we can ruin their reputation through gossip. Now, while we may not be killing our brothers or sisters, we can be the reason why they never reach their full potential. Now, just as Jehoram had sought the approval of his wife, we could also seek the approval of those who are in the world. We can allow people to put words into our mouths and use our influence to better themselves, just as Athaliah had done. However, this does not only affect us, but it can lead to tragedy for those who follow us. We're going to jump ahead to verse number 11, where it reads, Moreover, he made a high, place, high places in the hill county of Judah and led the inhabitants of Jerusalem into whoredom and made, Jerusalem, and made Judah go astray. And a letter came to him from Elijah, the prophet, saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of David your father, because you have not walked in the ways of Jehoshaphat your father, or in the ways of Asa, king of Judah, but have walked in the way of the kings of Israel, and have enticed Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem into whoredom, as the house of Ahab led Israel into whoredom. And also you have killed your brothers of your father's house who were better than you. Behold, the Lord will bring a great plague on your people, your children, your wives, and your possessions, 
and you yourself will have severe sickness with the disease of your bowels until your bowels come out because of the disease day by day. Now Elijah, he sent a letter from heaven to tell Jehoram what an absolutely horrible job he had done. And he wrote of the idols that Jehoram had decided to worship instead of God and how he led an entire nation astray. This was God's final straw for, for the horrible king. And then the Lord finally abandoned Jehoram for the evil things he had done. Now the sad part of this letter is not what happened to Jehoram because he deserved what was coming to him. But it was actually the people who had served under him, under his influence that had suffered as well because they had suffered from a plague that turned their lives upside down, all because one man decided to put himself and his fake worldly gods above the one true God. This is the tragedy of leading alone. Leaders are viewed as an example, someone that everyone should strive to be like. How would it look if your boss left early every single day to leave early from work? It wouldn't really look that good. And what if that same boss went the night before work and decided to go out drinking and partying? What kind of effect does that put on the workplace as a whole. This is the same case in our churches. What kind of effect does it put, what kind of, what if instead of teaching God what God said we should, we teach what we wanted them to believe? Just like the boss leaving his team ill-equipped to work, leave to, just like the boss leaving his team ill-equipped before work the next morning, we would be leaving the church ill-equipped to serve the Lord and ill-equipped to share the gospel with those outside the faith. Now, Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. But how do we imitate Christ? In Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 10, it explains how to imitate him. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understandings. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Hear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Now, the critical part of these verses is to not lean on your own understanding, but to acknowledge the Lord. And just as the kings were God's way to speak to the people of Judah, we are his vessel to share the word to the entire world. When we let God speak through us, everyone benefits. Now, my father told me growing up the importance of leaders. And as I get older, I begin to understand more and more why leaders are important. We need to be an example for the church. The future of it depends on how we act and how we let the word be spoken through us. My father said I needed to lead people, but that never meant having to do it alone. My Jehoram's failure is a perfect example of what we should never do. By falling for what the world says and leaving God behind, it not only brings consequences to ourselves, but for those who follow us. Instead, as leaders, we should allow God to follow, we should allow God to lead through us, just as Proverbs says, because the path will become straight and we do not need to worry about making decisions because the greatest leaders will be leading while following God. Amen. If you feel like you've not been leading while following the Lord or in need of prayer, please come forward as we stand and sing. Thank you for listening to this message from God's Word. If you have any questions, please email them to us at office at lavernecoc.org. Once again, we thank you for listening, and we hope you have a blessed day.